Welcome to the And Just Like That Sex in the City Fans podcast. I created this podcast for Sex in the City fans just like you who love Carrie Bradshaw and are super excited to binge out on this new HBO Max series And Just Like That. Let's watch the new chapter of Sex in the City and Just Like That and talk about fashion, love, relationships, and life in New York City. Hi, I'm Dimple Dang. I am your host. I'm a marketing expert, a podcast coach, and a podcaster. And let's get this party started. Hello, guys. Welcome back to And Just Like That Fans Podcast. And I also want to give you guys a special message before I start this episode today. I want to wish all of you a very healthy, happy, prosperous, and joyful, happy new year. Happy 2022. Make it the best year ever. I hope all of your dreams come true this year. And you know what? If you have no plans tonight, go ahead and binge out on all of the episodes of And Just Like That fans. And if you happen to also be an Emily in Paris fan, well, I also have a podcast for that. It is called Emily in Paris Fans, and you can find it by going to emilyinparisfanspodcast.com. I will link it in the show notes and have an amazing time and stay safe whatever you're doing tonight. All right, let's get down to it. So, and just like that, Miranda makes out with Shay and Carrie has hip surgery. Who would have seen that one coming, right? All right, so the scene opens up and Carrie is at her old apartment and Seema comes in and Seema, of course, kind of prances around, you know, she's assessing every little thing. She's looking at the walls and Carrie is going to go up the stairs and she grabs an umbrella and you hear this big thump on the stairs. And Seema's like, what the hell are you doing? And the look on her face was like, woman, what's wrong with you? So Carrie's like, well, my back hurts. And, you know, my back's been, been bothering me. So I need a little help getting up the stairs. And maybe it's like arthritis or whatever. So Seema's like, oh, you know what? I know a doctor who can help you. I'm going to call him right now and see if I can get you in. And Carrie's a bit hesitant. She's like, oh, no. I mean, there was no rush. I'll just, you know, go whenever. And Seema's like, no. She's a do-it-all person. She's like an action taker, like I mentioned in the episode before. So Seema likes to get things done. And she is not going to wait till... An hour later to do it, she picks up the phone, she makes a phone call, and she pretty much demands that Dr. Patel get her friend Carrie in the same day. And so she did, and she even drives her to the doctor's appointment. And Dr. Patel, of course, by the name you should know, is an Indian doctor. That makes sense. There's a lot of Dr. Patels out there. And he looks like a doctor, he's handsome, and he says, He's showing Carrie an x-ray and Carrie's like, well, that's not my back. And he's like, yeah, hold on, lady, hold on. And he's like, well, when you think that you have arthritis, it's not arthritis. You actually have a congenital birth defect and you're going to need surgery on your hip. So Carrie's like, what? But yeah, so the good news though is Carrie does not have grandma vibes but the bad news is that she does need hip surgery regardless because of this birth defect. So, so be it. All right, so I'll just talk about, so let's talk about Charlotte, the homemaker, for a little bit. So she's in the kitchen. She's on this Zoom call. 
with, you know, the ladies from the school and they are having a conversation. And one of the ladies brings up something about rock and she is just like confused. She's like, well, who's rock? Like, I don't know who rock is and and what's going on. And basically what happened is her daughter, Rose, decided to change her name to rock and the school knew about it. And it seems like everyone else knew about it, except Charlotte and Harry did not know about it. And they're the parents. And what turns out is that later you will see when she approaches her daughter and she's like, what's going on? And she's like, well, didn't you see my TikTok? Charlotte, shame on you. You're behind by like 10 TikToks. So you better catch up on keeping an eye on your child because, you know, you don't know what can change between one TikTok to the next. And literally, that's how you're going to get your first, latest, and greatest updates on your daughter, Rose, who is now called Rock. So I think you're going to have to kind of let this one sink in, Charlotte. Okay, so Carrie has surgery and, you know, she gets back from surgery and her friends are so sweet. Charlotte, of course, is like the one taking charge and she's saying, I'm going to put a spreadsheet together to see how we can help Carrie and who can take care of her on which days and be with her so she's not all alone. And those are the kind of friends that I think everybody should have, the friends that are there for you when you really need them, not just like the friends that are like, oh, let's go out and that's it, or they forget about you when you really need them. Like I remember when I lost my mom and, you know, I felt like a lot of people, like they were not really there for me. It was more like all about them still and their life and their this and they never really asked like, how are you doing? You know, and it is what it is. But I think it just, I think when something like that in life happens, you start to think about things. So with Carrie, She's had a major life event because I would consider surgery a major life event and it's making her think and evaluate and she is at this point very thankful for her friends because they are good friends. You know, they are. So the verdict is that Carrie's going to have to be on crutches for two to three weeks and then she's going to have to have physical therapy for six to eight weeks. So there's, of course, there's a little bit of recovery time and then they also told Carrie no strenuous activity, Carrie. And of course, Carrie said, no problem, because she does not plan on having sex with anyone in the near future. She just lost her beloved husband, Mr. Big. So that part's not going to be a problem. But the part that is going to be a problem is the fact that Carrie cannot wear heels for this whole time. So that is a mucho problemo, okay? Heels and Carrie go together. All right, like wine and cheese go together. So poor Carrie, she cannot wear her heels, but don't you worry, by the end of this episode, she is back to her fabulous self. All right, so let's talk about Miranda because there's a lot that happens with Miranda on this episode and it is absolutely jaw-dropping, like OMG, Miranda. But I know if you've watched like the previous episodes, you know, like in episode four, what was probably the prelude and what was going to happen before we get into the real juicy stuff. Miranda's opening up some Amazon boxes and as she opens up a box that was actually not for her, it was for her son's girlfriend, some lube and some socks for the son. And so she opens the box up and there's a book. She pulls it out and the book title says, quit like a woman. And then the subtitle is, the radical choice to not drink alcohol in a culture obsessed with alcohol. And so instantly she thinks, well, Charlotte must have sent me this book because, you know, Charlotte's been kind of nagging at her a little bit. Like, for example, when she went to the comedy club, she had three drinks and Charlotte was like, 
are you sure you want to have that many drinks? You know, Charlotte's kind of keeping an eye on her ever since she found her backpack that had the three empty Tito's bottles in it. So Charlotte's going to be one that's going to kind of keep an eye on her. So then Miranda is talking to Carrie and telling her about the book. And she's saying, I can't believe that Charlotte didn't have the guts to like pick up the phone and just say, hey, Miranda, I think you're an alcoholic. And, you know, I got you this book. But basically, Miranda said she just Amazoned her the book. So that's like a new word that Miranda created, by the way. And the interesting thing about this whole story is that in reality, so the interesting thing about this story is if you listen to this a little bit later on, we're going to talk about where the book came from. But the book actually did not come from Charlotte as she thought. So interesting, huh? So Carrie has had her surgery and she's in the hospital recuperating and Charlotte is there and Miranda's there and Carrie has to actually go to the restroom. She can't wait. So she gets Charlotte to help her and Charlotte's actually gotten really strong and she's able to juggle that. And so while she's doing that, Che calls and she's saying that, you know, she's here to see Carrie. She brought her some food. And Carrie is not really in the mood for any visitors, and she just wants to be left alone at this point. And she's saying, just get rid of her. Do not let her come upstairs. So then, of course, Miranda goes downstairs to meet her, and she's obviously enjoying her company, and she's excited to see her because on episode four, you know, they had this little moment, and I think she's got, like, the hots for her now. So they're talking and, and you know, hanging out and eating. And so Miranda start sharing with her that, you know, she felt trapped when she was working at her law firm and that life is too short to feel that way. And that's why she quit. So that's an interesting observation because I think a lot of people do feel trapped, like especially in big law when they're working like 12 hours a day, 15 hours a day, and they really have no quality of life. So if like you have a kid and a baby and you have no time to spend with the baby it can it can be really difficult so miranda just decided life is too short and and i think you know she came to this decision i'm assuming it was during the time of the pandemic and which makes sense because i think a lot of people have evaluated their life and they have started to think about what really matters to them and what's really important and what's not and that is also why there's like this huge, you know, great resignation happening now where people have had time to think silently. And by that, I mean, there's a time when people were always so busy and consumed with going to places and traveling and meeting people in real life and doing things. But back in March of 2020, everything came to a halt, right? Everything was shut down. And because everything was shut down and there was nothing to do, People were forced to spend time alone with guess who? With themselves. And that caused them to have a lot of self-reflection. And I think that's the same thing with Miranda. I think she knew she was unhappy for a long time, but she really wasn't doing anything about it, right? And I think that having that alone time to think about what's important, to actually realize like life is short. Like we may not even be around tomorrow. You know, the pandemic could wipe us out. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. And she made that decision to quit. And you know what? Good for her because life is short. And I think it's important to think about those things. Okay, so in the next scene, Carrie's finally coming home from the hospital. And Anthony picks her up. And he's got, like, his hot fellas baked goods truck because that's, like, the business that he's doing now. And 
they want to drop her off safely, but obviously, you know, she just had surgery. She can't really walk. So he says, okay, he's going to get the precious cargo, which is Carrie that he's referring to. And Carrie is talking to Charlotte and she's saying, you know what? I'm not quite comfortable with this. I don't really want him to drop me. So then Anthony says, don't worry. Like, I'm not the one who's going to be carrying you. It is Prince Boner who's going to be carrying you. So this is like one of his workers. So the concept behind this Hot Fellows Baked Goods truck is that the staff that he has that works for him are supposed to be hot. Makes sense, right? It's on brand. So Hot Fellows, he's got to hire some Hot Fellows. So there you go. So you've got this muscular, good-looking guy. And he's like, are you ready for me, Carrie? And Carrie, she's got this big smile on her face and she's blushing and she is ready. In fact, she's more than ready. She totally enjoyed the experience of having this handsome, muscular man carry her to her apartment. So I'm glad you got to have that moment, Carrie, because girlfriend, you deserve it. You have been through a lot. Losing Mr. Big and even losing your friend Samantha. I'm sure that's been hard. And then having to have hip surgery when you didn't even realize like you had this birth defect, that's a lot, girlfriend. So in the next scene, Carrie is doing the podcast from home since she can't really, you know, get around that much. And then and then she's talking about the fact that her girlfriends are always there for her. And then she brings up the story of when Samantha Jones had to pull out her diaphragm with her bare hands. And it was stuck and, you know, she had to just go get it out. And, and, you know, when she was telling the story, you could see the look on her, you know, podcast boss's face and, and then the other guy. And they're just so happy. Like finally, Carrie gave us some good content for the podcast, meaning they wanted something a little bit juicy. They wanted something a little bit scandalous and, you know, they got it. So they're like, well, if it's the painkillers that they gave Carrie, whatever it is, keep giving them to her because we need more of that and bring it on. And, and Charlotte was there. So she overhears this and she's like, Carrie, did you hear what you just said? And Carrie's like, yeah, did you? And, you know, Charlotte is the prim and proper one. And so she's concerned that Samantha might have an issue if she hears about what was said on the podcast from the media or in an article or listens to the podcast and she doesn't know about it ahead of time, she urges Carrie to reach out to Samantha and tell her that her name was mentioned because, you know, of course, Miss Goody Two-Shoes, she's got to interfere in everyone else's life. So anyway, Carrie takes her advice and I think it wasn't just because of that. I think Carrie misses Samantha and she just wanted a reason and an excuse to reach out to her. So she did reach out to her and they had a dialogue about it and, and Samantha was very cool and she was like friendly in that sense. But the moment that Carrie typed, I miss you, you would see the three little dots, that means like, okay, Samantha was going to type something, but actually she changed her mind and she didn't type it. She didn't send it. So their friendship is not quite back to normal, but I think that Samantha is still holding some feelings toward what happened. And you know, that's that for now. So in the next scene, Charlotte and her husband go to the school to talk to them about this whole like Rose slash Rock situation. And the school's not really caring too much about what they have to say. And they're just saying like, listen, 
this is the decision that's been made and this is pretty much what it is. And maybe you guys should just get therapy and counseling for you guys. And I think that leaves Charlotte and Harry a little bit baffled because they're not quite sure what's going on with their daughter and this whole identity change and where it's going to lead her or if it's just a phase that her daughter is going through or is this something more permanent. And knowing Charlotte definitely concerns her. So they're going to have to figure out a game plan soon on what to do there. So in the next scene, Miranda is with Carrie and Carrie happens to be taking a nap and the doorbell rings and it is Che again. And when Miranda finds out that she's here, she's like runs to the restroom and she tries to fix herself up and make sure that she looks good. She opens the door and she's got a big smile on her face. And then Shay comes in. Shay's also smiling. And Shay's like, oh, I brought tequila and a new microphone for Carrie. And Miranda's like, well, Carrie's sleeping, but hey, you know, maybe we could do some tequila shots. Of course, Miranda, you would say that because you do like to drink lately, don't you? And you're just so happy that there's tequila in the daytime just for you. All right, so they open it up and they start doing some shots and it wasn't like one. It was probably like between them, they probably finished like half the bottle in shots. I mean, I would say, because I just saw them do one after another after another. So they're saying that Carrie's taking a nap, so they should probably keep it down. But the keeping down thing didn't really last for too long because once they were a little bit toasted, they were being pretty loud. But wait, it gets worse from here. So it's not just that, but after the shots, Chase saying that she's got to leave soon because she's got like she's got a gig somewhere that she has to be be there for. And Miranda's like, well, if you weren't in such a hurry, I would ask you to shotgun me again. And then Che starts kissing her on the neck and one thing leads to another. And basically they're having a full-fledged makeout session. And Miranda is not being very quiet during the whole thing too. So Shay at one point is putting her mouth to cover her mouth up because she's being really loud. And they know Carrie's there, but I mean, do they really care? Because why are they doing this in front of her? Poor Carrie. Like, poor Carrie, really. And Carrie wakes up from her nap, and she's got to go to the restroom. And she's calling for Miranda. And she's calling for Miranda. And Miranda's not coming to help her, but that's because she's really occupied at the moment, you guys. And then Carrie looks around, and she sees the mirror that's in her bedroom. And in the mirror, she sees a reflection of her podcast boss with Miranda going at it. And she's just kind of like, OMG, like, you've got to be kidding me. Is this really happening? Yeah, it was really happening. It was not a bad nightmare. So then poor Carrie again, she grabs her diet peach Snapple bottle, and then she has to pee in there. And at least she was able to do that. But then she had to crawl back on the bed. And as she was crawling back on the bed, the bottle tilted and her pee went all over the bed and the sheets. And now Carrie is really upset. She's really frustrated. And then when Che finally leaves, Miranda's like going to the restroom and she kind of like forgot that Carrie was even there. She left the door open and Carrie's like, can you close the door? And then Carrie is telling her like, I'm really upset. Like, how could you be doing this in my apartment? And you're here to help me. You weren't here to help me. I needed you. Where were you? And at this point, Carrie has kind of got a reason to be frustrated, I would say. So when Miranda is like, 
changing the sheets. She says to Carrie, how was your nap? And Carrie says, well, it was great up until the point I saw my best friend having sex with my boss in the kitchen. And then she wet her bed because there's no one there to help her. Oh, Miranda, you have not been a good friend. I mean, you have been a bad friend and a bad, bad girl too. All right. So then they're talking and Carrie says like, you're married and you just had sex in my kitchen with my boss. And then Miranda says, I'm unhappy in my marriage. And she starts getting really emotional and you can see she's got tears, you know, in her eyes. And she says unhappy in her marriage. She feels trapped. She hates her marriage. She hates her life. And it just isn't enough. And at that point, Carrie calms down a bit because I think she feels bad for her friend. And she's like, wow, I didn't really know that you were this unhappy. And on top of it, you were this unhappy for for this long, right? So here's what I don't get. Why is Miranda staying with him? Like, is it for the money now because she can't afford her own place because she's not working in big law? Or why is she? Because Brady's grown up and they don't really have a marriage. They don't even, you know, touch each other. They probably don't sleep in the same beds. It's not really a real marriage. So I don't get that part. But, you know, I think that she's got to make some changes because otherwise she's going to be miserable. And all she's going to do is sit there and eat ice cream with chia seeds on it. And then Carrie's talking about Miranda and her drinking. And Miranda says, well, if I really had a problem with drinking, I would just quit instantly. And I don't think I have a problem at this point. And then Carrie wants to know if she's going to quit the other thing that she did in the kitchen. And Miranda said she doesn't want to give that up. And she's never felt that way before. So the situation, it's going to be continued there's going to be more of this going on and I don't know where it's going to go, but it seems like a very slippery slope considering she's still legally married, but we'll see. So the next day, Miranda's listening to Che's podcast while she's making herself a cocktail and she just seems to be on cloud nine still from her makeout session the other day. And then she goes to her phone because she got an alert and she looks and it's Amazon. Mm, they sent her an email to ask her if she's been enjoying her purchase of Quit Like a Woman. And what's interesting is that was the pivotal moment where she's like, oh shit, it wasn't Charlotte. It was actually me. It was me who ordered the book when I was intoxicated, but I don't remember ordering the book. So it's like, oh my God, reality check. And then... She goes to the kitchen. She takes all the bottles of liquor and she starts dumping them in the sink and throwing them away one by one. But you guys, I don't know if it's just going to be that simple for her to give up drinking. I don't know what you guys think, but I think that it's, it's not something that she can just throw everything in the trash and give it up. I think that she's going to be then going to a bar to go have a drink if there's none at home or she's going to go back to the store and buy more bottles. So we'll have to see. I don't think it's just going to be, I don't think it's going to be as easy as she thinks because until she solves her problems and she learns how she can be happy, like there's just no way that she's going to be able to give it up. She's got to fix her issues first. So that's what I would say. Miranda, go get some help, fix your issues. And if you need help to stop drinking, you might want to get some help there too. All right. So then she starts to wonder, well, great. I mean, what else did I order when I was drunk? You know, and it really makes her think about the things that she's done. And it's just a little bit of a 
It's like a big reality check for her at this point. All right, so in the next scene, Charlotte is talking to Carrie, and she's telling her about Harry, and she's saying how she thinks that Harry said the school is overreacting, but what if we underreact? And then Carrie says, Charlotte, when have you ever underreacted to anything? Yeah, good point, Carrie. That's true. Charlotte never underreacts to anything. She always overreacts to everything. Yes, great one, Carrie. So Charlotte's still upset about the whole name thing, and she's just beginning to question, like, what's going to happen in the future, and is this just a phase, or is this something permanent, and what do we do about it? So we'll see what happens. All right, in the next scene, it's time for Carrie, drumroll, to go get her physical therapy. So Carrie's waiting in the waiting room, and this really handsome, good-looking guy comes out, and his name is Travis, and Travis is going to be Carrie's hot physical therapist. And so he takes her back, and he's doing an assessment, and he asks her the question, so Carrie, like, what is your long-term goal? And Carrie answers, to get back into heels. And so he's a bit baffled. He's like, is that it? Is there anything else? And she's like, nope, that's it, to get back into heels. So that is a Carrie Bradshaw that I know from Sex and the City, Yes, girl, you better get back in those heels so you can go conquer New York City. And then Carrie goes back to book another appointment and they inform her that, oh, we're sorry, Travis is actually not covered by insurance, but, you know, Emmett is, so you're going to have to like do your sessions with Emmett. And Carrie's like, oh, no, 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 thanks. I will pay out of pocket for Travis. So she's like, Travis is worth it. I need to be in my heels, and while I am doing all this, I need to actually have a good time, and she goes for the option of paying for it herself, and then, and just like that, three months later, Carrie was back in her amazing heels and her amazing outfits, and that was episode five. Let's wait and see what happens on episode six, because I think episode four is around the time when things are starting to get really interesting. So I have a feeling the rest of the season is going to be full of like some more surprises and it's going to heat up. So they might even bring the sex back in the sex in the city. All right, you guys have an amazing happy new year. I'm wishing everyone a happy 2022 filled with love, good health, joy, happiness, and prosperity. I will see you guys next time. And if you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend who is a fan of Sex and the City or and just like that. And they want to binge watch it for the New Year's weekend. So happy New Year. And if you guys are enjoying this also, please leave me a five-star review and some comments of what you enjoyed about the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the And Just Like That Fans podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. I would be truly grateful and promise to release more content for you guys. And if you have a friend that loves Carrie Bradshaw and the new series And Just Like That, make sure you share my podcast with them and subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you're the first to know about new episodes. And if Carrie Bradshaw has inspired you to launch your own podcast, make sure you check out the show notes to learn more about my Launch Your Podcast Masterclass and join my private Facebook community and follow us on all of our social media handles. The details are going to be in the show notes and you can go directly to the podcast website, www.andjustlikethatfanspodcast.com 
to listen to all the episodes. I will see you guys next time.